The DFTV Podcast. The biggest names, all in one place. Yes, it's episode 7 of the DFTV Podcast, and we've gotten some dog striker Lionel Teff on the line. Lionel, during the week you signed on loan for Longford Town. How happy are you with that? Yeah, I'm happy to obviously get out and play such a short season where every game being almost a title game. It was going to be hard for me to kind of break in with the amount of quality that there is in the team. But when the opportunity came for me to come to Longford and to get get some game time, I didn't hold back on it, you know, because they're pushing for something as well. So I said, I, I said I'll give it a shot. When did you know that uh, you were going to go to Longford? Just a couple of days before I signed, really. I didn't, I didn't know much into it. But seeing how the season was planned out, it was kind of something that I was thinking in the back of my head, just so I can like save myself for the season, you know, and go get game time. So how did the move come about? Were you kind of looking around other clubs, or did kind of just Langford approach you and say, "Come here, do you want to go on loan?" <laughs> it wasn't planned at all. Like I could tell you that it just happened to happen, you know, and then. We just got it done as quick as possible when both parties were happy. Yeah, now uh, the league returning is just kind of a 13-game sprint. Are you, are you happy with that? I know a lot of people at the club were disappointed with it. How do you feel about it? At the end, at the end of the day, it's just how it happened to be, you know. We've just got to just We've just got to move on and just... From both sides, the knock and Longford, we just got to win our 13 games that's in front of us for professionals and we just carry on with it, you know. Yeah, just kind of, let's go back to the beginning. You moved yeah. to Ireland after the second Congolese war broke out, age five. What was living in that like? I was very young, so I've got very little memory, but... I could just remember our house and our house and my neighborhood, the street and all this. And to be honest, there was a lot of like civil wars. So, you know, hearing guns and stuff like that, that was a normal. Yeah. And then you moved to Ireland and what was it like coming from you, from, for you coming from the Congo? into what I imagine would be a completely different country. It was still our first settling in, of course, because then again, none of us had English, so just French. So thankfully, French wasn't, French was a bit popular at the time. So we kind of got one, two people that spoke the language, but settling in, it was kind of difficult. but then again, we were thrown into asylum seekers, basically a refugee camp, and there was loads of Africans there, and there would be French speakers, so we kind of like felt at home again because there was people there, there was people there that kind of came from the same background as us. Did you pick up English fast uh, when when you arrived? Yeah, I was young, so I picked up English pretty fast, you know, in school and stuff like this. Yeah, when you were in kind of the direct provision, you uh, 
you started your own team actually with everyone there. Just I think it was just kind of playing amongst yourselves. Uh, yeah. Did that really ignite your early passion for for football? I really say it did because the coach it was Albert Johansson FC, and uh, that's what we named it. And uh, we just started it just to like give us children an opportunity to like get out of the camp really and go play ball just amongst ourselves and amongst people and because we had a lot of good like potential like I mean good potential just they never got the chance to but I was pretty young back then so we had like a, a pretty like a under 14s but I was only about 11 10 not even and uh yeah, I just found myself just playing with people older than me and uh, just really getting at it, you know. And then that's when everyone encouraged me to take the football serious. And then that's when I myself knew, okay, maybe I can make something out of it. And then did did anyone else from the camp actually make it in football? Uh, no, no one else. They're all they're all still my mates, but you know they're they're all just working ordinary jobs and stuff. Eventually, you got out and you started playing for St Kevin's, one of kind of the premier schoolboy clubs in Ireland. Um, yeah. alongside Gavin Kilkenny, actually, you caught the eye yeah. of Coventry. You were invited for trials and you weren't allowed to fly. Was that abs- uh, Was that like a hammer blow for you? It kind of, it really was because it was going to be my first trial abroad because normally teams look into me and then they say, oh, he's not got an Irish passport. So they kind of, they kind of lose interest. But Coventry were actually determined to get me over and stuff like this. So it was a, it was a good sign to see and not being able to fly over on the day. It was a blow. I can't lie to you, I was what? I was 16 it was a blow but I was kind of mature enough at that stage to say oh well like it hasn't happened it hasn't happened they said they'll get me back over so I kind of I was kind of okay with it you know because I knew oh, I was going to get back over but like I say, I was just kind of mature 16 year old like I got back home put my school uniform went back to school and it was just a normal day you know, I didn't, I didn't cry or anything. It's, it's football. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I'm not going to force anything. It's not meant to be. Yeah, but then uh, with the St. Kevin's partnership with the Bulls, they, they started a while ago, you ended up yeah. playing for their under-17 side, scoring 18 in your first season under Jimmy Moulds. What was that like for you? Those, I would, till date, that was my best, career because that season I played with people that were on the same level as me and not not same level as in technically just on the pitch we all understood each other's game to a T and uh, I was just playing with freedom you know you've got a manager like Jimmy Walls that says that knows your ability and he says they'll just go and play and uh, that freedom helped me express myself and uh, I led from the front end buying the few goals we're looking for us not to win the campaign which we lost in the final 
we lost in the final against Cork City down in Turner's Cross, but that was my closest shot at a, permanent, uh, at a league title. But it just wasn't meant to be. We lost on penalties, but I was happy with my season, of course. Like, you, it's just not every season you wake up and say, I want to score 18 goals this season, you know. So I was pretty much happy with myself. Yeah, uh, before you joined Dundalk, you actually nearly quit football with both. Um, yeah. Would you say coming to, you know, play in in the setup really saved your football career? Being honest with you, I came to Dundalk to not even look for, not even look for first team football. No chance. Like I came to Dundalk because I knew I could break into the youth setup and I could play games, which I just really wanted to do again. I just wanted to play. I just wanted to play, and I wanted to take it from there. And once I got there, things just erupted, you know. And it happened for the best of me. And then did it amaze you, you know, how far you've come in kind of a short amount of time? Yeah, in about a year, I went from being one of the best in the league to playing about three hours, like playing about two hours of football in about six months, you know. that's I was literally for the dark. I was literally... I was literally coming in every last two minutes and stuff like this, not even getting about touching the ball. And the ref blows the whistle, and then I knew my worth, and I knew my worth, and I knew I could do better than that. And yeah, kind of messed me up, but I knew I could make some of myself again. And that's what I did when I came to the North. Yeah, then you were in you were in quite good form uh, when you actually came to the Dundalk under 19th scoring six and making six in just 10 games you were then called up by Stephen Kenny to the senior team with two months to go what was that like for you it was amazing not going to lie to you because i've never i've never really been in a first team cell not even at balls so for me to come in every morning with the lads train with them especially when they're closing in on the they were closing in on the league title so they were closing in on the league title so for me to even be in a room for the champions I was more than grateful and still am today for Kenny for the chance and uh, still being with them after they won the league preparing for the Preparing for the FAI Cup, I was there to the very last day, and that is why I'm grateful because my mentality it proved me what I could make of some and how how I done when I came in with the lads. I wasn't shy. I wasn't anything. I just got I from the get go, and I think that's what Kenny liked about me. Yeah, you actually have the achievement of uh, being his. Last senior signing with the club. Do you hold that with you know great pride? Yeah, I really do because he's a great man. Like in about two months being with him, he done a lot for me, just in terms of looking after me and making sure me and my family were alright. And I can't thank him enough for that. 
and was it kind of hard for you when he left and you know Vinnie Perth came in? He he had been there all the all, the whole time with Kenny, but still, was it a big change for you for you know a new manager to come in? It was a big thing for me because he's the one that assigned me. He's the one that knew me best. So when he left and not this is from not knowing who was stepping in next, I was worried. I was. I really was worried, you know, I didn't know where I stood and if the new manager was going to like me, if he was just going to, like, throw me to the side and stuff like this. Well, Steve, when, seeing, when I was seeing Vinny walk uh, being announced, I was kind of more relieved because when I was with Kenny, Vinny was there watching me. So that was good for me. He played out well. Yeah, um. 2019 season, I have to say, was quite a good one for you in terms of, you know, breaking in at Dundalk. You played a few games. Was it a good year for you, you know, in your own opinion, personally? In my own opinion, personally, yes, it really was because we just had to win in the league. The FAI made a few signings and first year in professional football, you're not expected to, like, just be the magic man and blah, blah, blah. For me, it was a change of mentality. I had to change how I eat. I had to change how I think, how I move the ball, how I play. I had to change. I had to change me, really, just to fit in with the the team and what the manager wants. And it, for me, personally, it took me about six to eight months to even reach the level they were at in training. And then after that, I got going. And that's when... A few few minutes started kicking in because I adapted and worked out well in the end. And then was it an, was it a big blow for you, kind of when the football was called off? It'd be a blow for anyone, you know, playing at the top level, but especially for you because you know it could have been the season that you you know broke out and started getting regular games with Dundalk. It was a big blow. It was it was a big blow and. Yeah, we can always look to aspire to break into the team, but it's easier said than done breaking into this Dundalk team with proper European players. So I'll keep dreaming, but for now, I'm going to stay grounded. I'm going to stay humble and just keep working on it. And hopefully one day I do make a name for myself in this club. And then uh, how did you find, you know, the long off-season? Did you keep yourself fit during it? Yeah, during the off-season, um, we had a programme with the Dundalk, which was a lot of runs and 5Ks and stuff like this. And we had gym programmes and Zoom calls. It was pretty busy. Every sec- every day, every second day, you're on Zoom doing something. Yeah, finally, um, what are your aims, you know, for Longford this season? My aim, personally, is just to get as much game as I can, help the team win as much as I can, hopefully score some goals as well, a few assists, and just help them finish as high possible on the table as we can, you know, in search of promotion. Thanks very much, Lido, for your time. Uh, Really appreciate it. No problem.